Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, July 9th, 2018. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I ask that you subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening on. And if you are returning, guys, welcome back. Thank you for your consistency and the love for the Between the Dream podcast. Some of you all might be wondering, what is Between the Dream exactly? Between the Dream is not just the title of my book or the podcast. It's also a way of life. Between the dream is the point between your present moment and your promise, which I like to call the process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. I get that question a lot, so I like to make sure to just throw that in there sometimes so you all can know exactly what Between the Dream is. This podcast is focused around different aspects of the process, and we all have our own respective process that we we go through. Some of us have a lot of similarities when it comes to the process, maybe some things that we deal with or that we see and don't always talk about, some things that we don't address, but maybe that need to be addressed. And that's the purpose of this podcast. Before we move into today's message, I definitely got to let you know that the Between the Dream podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Fibersoul.com. Fibersoul is a shop for Christian streetwear that balances the latest styles and life-giving scripture. Fiber soul is apparel that speaks life and right now you can get 15% off of your first order using code taylor15 at fibersoul.com once again that's code taylor15 at fibersoul.com so i want to make sure that i'm really intentional with this week's message because we will only have one podcast episode going this week traveling out of town most of the day Friday morning. And so I won't be able to do a podcast on Friday like I normally do, but I wanted to be intentional with today's topic um, as we're so this and before we jump into it, this actually came from a post that's been surfacing uh, social media, specifically Instagram, pretty heavy since uh, I want to say Friday. And it stated instead of begging for a seat at the table, create your own table. And of course, many people, myself included, was like, wow, that is profound. That's that's real. That is so real. This is so important. But as I took some time to think about it, as I went throughout this weekend and even this morning, I was like, you know what? I think this is the topic of discussion that we need to have. And the reason being is because I definitely believe that we all have the capability to create a seat. We all have the capability to create a table. However, with the creating of the seat or more specifically, in this case, we're talking about creating an entire table of opportunity. Right. In order to create this, it takes a lot of gut grit and courage. But there are some other components that it takes as well that I think we might overlook some things that need to take place in order for us to get to that that position of having a table created having whatever opportunity we were trying to create through a seat and now manifesting that into a full on table to where we're creating opportunities for other people. And this was so profound for me because of the fact that while the idea of creating the table is great, one of the things that we don't see a lot of in today's society is a table being created. We're seeing it a little more, but it's one thing to create a seat at a table with other movers and shakers, with other folks who power couples, whatever you want to call them, people of influence. But when we talk about creating a table, guys, you're not just 
making one little pullout space for a chair. You are talking about creating something that is going to be huge and beneficial, not only for you, but those around you, those who need impact, those who will be impact and those who will continue to impact. And so I wanted to break this down real quick. This will definitely be a quick episode, but I think it's important because as we continue to talk about building this table And as we go after building the table in order for you to effectively build it and to see it through, there are a few things that we have to address. So one of the things is that we have this this idea of the manifestation of creating a table, right? Creating, and I'm not talking about a physical table. I'm talking about creating the table, the table of space, the table of opportunity, the table where maybe you couldn't get your foot in the door to whatever it is you're passionate about, whatever that dream is, whatever that goal is. And instead of waiting for somebody to give you an opportunity, you are now taking the bull by the horns and you are going to do this on your own. And while that is great, one of the things that we have to understand is that through this manifestation of creating a table, we all have a God-given ability to actually create the table. That is first and foremost. We all have God-given talents, gifts, and abilities that will allow us to create the table, not just the seat. And why, why am I emphasizing this so much? Simply put, many times in life, we have been taught to just go for the seat, right? People will tell you to shoot for the stars, but the reality is, is that they're always hitting you with that safety blanket because even if you don't make it, you can still land on the moon. And I want to kind of just address this real quick, right? We tend to encourage people a lot with limitations. We can tell you, yes, you can do it, shoot for it. However, we still put a cap on it. Sometimes we still have the tendency to put a limit on it. And so we might encourage folks to just go and build the seat rather than actually building the entire table. And today I want to shift you all real quick and actually encourage you to go for the table instead of just the seat. But if you're going to do it, you've got to understand that during the course of creating the table and trying to get it to manifest, we can lose our mind because of several things, but two in particular that I want to point out. And it's actually the same thing, just spelled differently with two different meanings. Many times in trying to manifest the table and create the table in our lives, in our dreams, in our goals, in our visions, we tend to lose our mind because of the weight. And when I say weight, I'm not just talking about the pressure that we're under. I am also talking about the weight as far as the waiting period for our expectations to manifest into whatever it is we want it to be, whatever that table is for you, right? And these are two very needed areas of discussion. Sorry for the pause there. I'm really trying to find the word to describe this, but these are two needed areas of discussion when we talk about building a table that will open the doorways to your dreams because there is an immense amount of pressure that takes place when you're trying to build whatever it is you're building. So you're going to feel the weight of that purpose. Whenever you're given a vision, whenever God is giving you something that you are trying to see through, you're going to feel the weight of that thing. Definitely when it's something that has value, which if it's God given, it's definitely going to have value, right? And, And when it has value and when it has purpose, understand 
that it's not some fly-by-night thing. It's not some feather that you can just toss around. This thing is going to have some pressure added to it. This thing is going to have some weight added to it because that's just how big and how important the purpose behind it is, right? But with that pressure of the weight also comes this waiting period. And the waiting period can really get us because of the fact that it's easy to get stuck in that space and eventually get lost in it. It's like getting lost in time, right? Because of the misunderstanding that we have when it comes to it taking time to build great things. I saw the movie Ant-Man and the Wasp last week, and I'm not going to spoil it, but there is a portion of the um, Ant-Man and the Wasp that kind of coincides with a lot of other Marvel comics with this one realm called the quantum realm. And so the quantum realm is really interesting because if you aren't careful traveling and navigating through this realm that can take you to a bunch of different places, you can actually get stuck in there, right? And this, I think, is is, is a great example for many of us when it comes to whatever it is we're trying to build we are literally shifting through different different atmospheres. We're meeting new people. We we are are always on the go. We're networking. We're trying to get the the dream done right. We're grinding, grinding, grinding with no sleep, and we're doing all of these things. And sometimes when we're not careful of us during these moments of the process we actually find ourselves in a space where we get stuck and we get lost in that position because of the fact that while we're moving and moving and moving, our expectations maybe did not move at the same rate as our work did, right? And the weight seems to be getting heavier as far as the pressure that is being put on us. So now you're dealing with the heavy weight from pressure and also the weight when it comes to the timing of your expectations. And it's not in alignment with how fast and how Um, fervently you've been working towards that dream or goal and it's easy to start emotionally getting bruised and battered and when this happens we get lost because immediately we get caught in our feelings and so there are three points that I want to give you that can help you in this and this is a quick fix because I definitely believe if we can be obedient to this it's very easy for this thing to start moving at a, a, a quicker rate for us the first thing that we must do is understand that we've got to take care of ourselves under the weight of pressure and under the weight of time. We must make sure that we are taking care of us. We put so much effort into the dream. We put so much effort into the vision. We now, because of this beautiful post that is encouraging us to create the table, will put so much effort into creating the table. But if we're not careful in giving balanced time to more than just the table, We will find ourselves stuck because we've collapsed under the pressure of what it took weight wise to create this table, but then also under the waiting game pressure, under the timing pressure, under the the, the weight that has to do with you maybe thinking that the expectation is supposed to match your work rate at this very moment, right? And so that's the first point. We've got to be very mindful to take care of ourselves, self-care, taking time away from the dream, the vision and the goal, taking time to make sure that we're taking care of our other responsibilities and doing things that we're supposed to do when it comes to how we're supposed to handle ourselves, how we're supposed to address different portions of the process that have caused stress or frustration or anger. 
sadness, sorrow. You have a life outside of the dream. And I know that's not something that's common for people to really push, but you do. As much as we want to chase the dream, we've got to understand that there is so much more to life than this dream in those Portions of your life are important because when it comes to the grander scheme of your dream, your vision or your goal, they actually play a part in it. You don't want to start neglecting other areas of your life because you've been so consumed with trying to chase the dream and create this table that you didn't realize that they all needed each other in order to fully function. My second point, you've got to be cautious not to mismanage your time. And this one is super important because in creating the table, We can set out a list of goals. We can create, you know, this blueprint of what we think we're supposed to do or what we say we want to do. But a lot of times in the portion of creating time, guys, if we're not careful with how we spend and use our idle time, all of the things that we were supposed to do can actually get put on the back burner. I've seen so many people and I was actually like this for a a decent period of time. Who We talked such a good game about the dream, about the goal, about the vision, about all of these things that we were going to do and that we are, quote unquote, doing. But behind closed doors, the work ethic actually was not matching um, what we were saying or we put on a good front or facade for people to think that we're doing good or that we're out here really getting it. And the reality is, is that we're not. We are so lost in time because we've procrastinated or because we haven't taken the time to truly study what it is we need to study when it comes to being better in our careers and our goals and our passions and our purpose in our work as entrepreneurs or in our nine to five or in our family, in our home, in our marriages, relations, like all of these things matter. And so if we're not careful in mismanaging time, because this is what tends to happen When your work frustrates you, and I talked about this on Friday during the podcast talking about the valley moments, if your work starts to frustrate you enough, if the dream and the goal and the the working behind it starts to frustrate you enough, you can definitely fall into a place of exhaustion. And if you fall into a space of exhaustion, it's very easy for you to get so exhausted to the point where you don't feel like doing anything. And the time that should be spent working and actually creating is now spent doing nothing and thinking about how frustrated you are because nothing's happening, but not realizing that you're not doing much of anything to try and create anything to happen, or you're not doing much of anything that's helping you to prepare for when it comes, right? So we've got to be careful on uh, making sure that we're not mismanaging our time during the waiting season. And then my final point for you, you've got to be cautious not to miss. Uh, um, manage your thoughts, your emotions, and your feelings. Now, let's break this down real quick. Why is this one so important? Because during the process of you creating your own table because you don't feel like begging anymore, you're going to see a lot of people winning when you feel like you're losing. During this time of the process, while you are waiting for greater, you're going to see elevation in the lives of others, and it can easily start to speak to you in a negative way. So you've got to make sure that you are not mismanaging the emotions, the feelings, and the thoughts that come your way 
when you see other people in their winning season. Maybe you see somebody get a promotion. Maybe you see somebody create their table. Maybe that table is in the exact same field as you. This is one area where it's easy to get caught up and get lost in the sauce because of the fact that now that you've seen somebody else winning in the very area that you've been called to, it's easier for you to try and throw it away now or get frustrated or complain or become a victim. Guys, you've got to understand that even though you are called to do this and even though you are walking in your purpose one of the things that you will see during the times of creating your own table is the fact that you won't always be the one winning and sometimes you're going to see people winning and elevate and do more and be more and maybe it hasn't happened for you in the same regard just yet But I need you to understand that just because you don't see it now, and we've been so consumed with our generation being caught up in everything happening now, you've got to start thinking long term when it comes to the greatness that is the table that you are creating. You've got to think long term. Quick story and I'm done. Former NFL football player and now Hall of Famer John Elway. Um, I want to say, I'm not sure if it was his last contract. I know it was a contract offer that he had, but needless to say, Johnny Oway had the option for two different routes that he could have taken. And he ended up doing both great in both routes. So hear me just disclaimer. He did great in both routes. However, one option of this contract was for him to take, I think somewhere in the ballpark of $20 million, um, to play however many years was on this contract. The other option was for him to take a lower amount of money in the contract, but then I believe it was like something around 10% of the shares that he could also gain for the Denver Broncos as well. That's the team that he was playing for. Now, if you've ever gone to Denver, you've been around driving, you will see restaurants, you will see... um, Car dealership, so many things with John Elway's name on it. So the man has definitely done well for himself. But of course, in the moment and not seeing the bigger picture, it's very easy to take what you think is going to be greater right now. I was reading this article and it talked about how that 20 million was good for him. And he definitely was smart and wise in what he did with the 20 million that he accepted with the contract. However, had he waited, maybe taken a little less money now, but then waited it out. That 10% would have now been worth $800 million. Let that sink in for a minute. $20 million up front or $800 million later? And this is many of us when it comes to the process. We end up going for whatever we can get now, or maybe we see somebody else winning in the moment now. And it's frustrating because we feel like, well, I want to get that now. I want that now, but not realizing that if we can just move and navigate through this in patience, in wisdom, and in understanding that the future is going to hold something great for you, guys, I guarantee you, you can start to navigate through this process a little easier and you won't have to worry as much about the the lack right now because it's going to be laughable in comparison to what's coming your way. I also think about the actor Mike Coulter and it's funny because I love the Luke Cage series. I love what they've done with it. And it took me until the second season of the Luke Cage series that just released a few weeks ago to realize that this was the same guy who was Will Smith's father back in Men in Black. 
Now think about this though, because Will Smith, of course, is one of the biggest actors and draws that Hollywood has probably ever seen. And here it is now, Mike Holter is killing the game. The Luke Cage series has been phenomenal. He's become a household name. He's a part of the Marvel, he, not the MCU, at least not yet, but he's a part of Marvel. <laughs> and he's doing more and it's opening other doors for other opportunities, right? But that's the thing you look at, people can see like, oh yeah, you know, Will Smith's dad, what was that movie, 10 years ago? Looking at it then, like, oh, yeah, that's just the guy that played Will Smith's dad then watching it. But now looking like, yo, he stepped into his season. He waited. Even though it didn't happen when he wanted to, I'm pretty sure he felt the pressure. I'm pretty sure he felt the weight of 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 the timing and, and watching other people do great things and maybe some roles that he actually auditioned for but didn't get. And he had to watch other people win. But now he's winning. And so I'm simply saying this to say to you that you've got to control your thoughts, your emotions and your feelings right now, even when you don't see the wins, but you see them in other people's lives because of the fact that your time is coming. But if you aren't careful to control those thoughts and feelings right now while watching other people win while you're working, you can not only get caught in the feelings, but you can actually get stuck to a point where you miss out on the greater opportunities because you've gotten so exhausted that you've decided to stop working towards altogether. Or maybe you're not putting in the same effort that you used to. Maybe your ego has been bruised and your drive has shifted a little bit. Maybe the way that you approached it before isn't the same. And if that's the case, it could potentially cause you to miss out on great opportunities because you're not working at the same rate that you were when you were given the vision that you were when you had this unction to create the table. Because like I said, when we're talking about creating a table, we're not just talking about one seat. We're talking about many seats, which means that you're going to have to go through a longer time period because you're not just creating something for you. You're creating something that's going to affect and impact so many people around you as well. You are going to be the ambassador that creates opportunities for others. It's like a training ground. So with that being the case, if you are creating the table, I want you to understand that it's going to take some time and you're going to feel the pressure of waiting in expectation. And my encouragement is to wait in great expectation, even when you don't see the thing physically just yet. But then you're also going to feel the pressure of the weight when it comes to so many different things happening at one time. And in those moments, self-care is so important. How you take care of you and the time that you take away from the dream to allow yourself to revamp and recoup is so important. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I so encourage you to build the table. Don't sit up there constantly begging for a seat. I mean, heck, if you get us and this is another thing, too. You might get a seat at a table while building your own. And that's OK. I don't want you to be dismayed if that happens, because sometimes, look, the way God tends to work things out for us, sometimes we will look the people that we need might be sitting at the table that we decided to stop begging at. But maybe they started paying attention to your building. Hear me, though. If you get a seat at the table that you stop begging at, understand that it is still your responsibility to continue to build that table. Don't stop just because you get the seat, because once again, you've been given the table vision for a reason. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You are simply between the dream. 
What's between the dream? Between the dream is the point between your present moment and your promise, which we call the process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan for your life. Go out and build your table, guys, and be great and do it, understanding that it is a process to it, but that there is so much greater for you on the other side. Talk to you all soon. Have a great week. Peace.